And we are live. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Nerdy Up North podcast. It's a nerdy podcast hosted by Northern Nerds. I'm one of your very ill hosts, Sam. And I'm the other host, Paul. <laughs> Sam just wants everyone to feel sorry for it. Don't worry. <laughs> I look like this. <laughs> yes, and we're joined by team podcast uh, Charlotte and Jake. Uh, we did uh, with Charlotte, uh, who was... Uh, celebrating Kev's birthday. Happy birthday, Kev, you big Mac Daddy, smooth guy, giant <laughs> man, whatever nickname you've got these days. Uh, Kev the giant, yep. <laughs> hope you're having a nice day. I'm sorry we had to steal uh, Charlotte away because poor Donna's not feeling too well. So, uh, but yes, we are, uh, like, say, even when we're sick, even when we're not well, we're still pumping out these podcasts just for Dedication. your entertainment. It's Dedication. Just it's all for goodwill. That's all it is. That's it. That's it. It's <laughs> only, re- only reason I'm here. It's for goodwill. Goodwill and his uh, 100 other YouTube accounts. <laughs> we love you. The 455 of them. <laughs> to be fair, though, we have hit uh, a milestone as well in the, in the subscribe. So we did get over one of our targets of 450, which... Like I say, I know it's still small numbers for some, but it absolutely blows me away that people are still subscribing. Um, and while, we, like I say, we have hit that, and this is our one year, like I say, it's almost like we're married now, yeah. uh, one year anniversary of doing this shit. <laughs> what's, what's one year? Uh, the one Paper. year podcast. Paper. Paper. Paper? Yeah. Gives a tenner. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, super well done, guys. That like that's amazing for keeping like weekly and even more than weekly because I know you've done a bunch of special episodes in between mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, anything and, that and the charity out. one. Yes, that counts we'll never... as like twelve. Yeah, <laughs> it does. Counts as a I didn't think we were going to end up doing another podcast after the charity one. I'm not going to lie. I thought that was going to be the breaking of us, but uh, no, it kind of spurred us on. I us... think it was the making of us. Actually, I really, I think that's where it all came together. Well, like that's. Well, making of me, you still owe an extra hour. I'm not going to let you get, get away with that. You've still got time to it's time to do. So if I ever do I'll another do one, yeah. I'll do. I'll do the first hour. I mean, does, does, Sammy's, does Sammy's Twitch hours not count? Like, oh, surely. thank you. <laughs> Look at him. Done like Twitch, nine Twitch buddies. <laughs> yes, follow us on Twitch. Also, no, no. Good branding. It's like, it's, like, it's like in between his moment. Twitch friends. Twitch friends. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I'll let Sammy get a statement out, then I'll read a statement for Donna. Oh, get, oh, like, right. The wonderful and fabulous goth uh, Donna. Right. So everything discussed in tonight's episode is our opinions and our opinions alone. If you want to discuss anything from... I sound so bad. I'm so sorry. <laughs> if you want to discuss any topics from tonight's episode, please come and join us on the Facebook group and we can have an open discussion. What we won't have is anyone coming for us because it can't be bothered and tell us that our opinions are wrong. We can agree to disagree in fandom. So let's keep it fun, keep it kind and keep the toxic behaviour out of nerdism. Very well done. Yes. Thank you. Don't worry, we'll not get you to talk much. Just just stand uh, look pretty. That's all you have to do. That's your job for tonight, Sam. That's the nicest <laughs> thing he's ever said to us in a year. <laughs> I said to him earlier, I'll take it. <laughs> I like the little representations of ourselves. I know Jake claimed Sid as soon as he knew we were gonna do Pixar. Yep, so he's a happy those. child. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> The destroyer of toys. We've got a little cute boo with uh, Charlotte. Uh, we've got a rat with Sam. I don't know what that's. <laughs> <since then. laughs> but I 
thought like the food elements because have you ever met Sam in person? <laughs> she is the hungriest person and scariest when she is hungry. God <laughs> damn it! If you do, if you go anywhere and you don't get food first, oh, you're so fucked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's quite true. <laughs> Every time I've seen her, she's like, "Right, hello, where I'm going for food." <laughs> yeah. So but yeah, do you know I only started eating last year, so like, <laughs> I've got to experiment with all these things, you know. Certainly, yes. And uh, I've got the grumpy old Mister Mister Fredrickson. So yes, uh, that's live past these past glories and just living on like memories these days. I think that's quite a true representation. But yes, um, this episode is going to be full of laughs. It's going to be full of tears. It's going to be emotional. I'm not going to lie because I think. Um, with Pixar, if I'm tell us if I'm wrong, it's the one of the most ones where Disney actually hits you within the fails. It's mm. it goes for the jugular and doesn't let go for a lot of things, and it and it is quite brave with the subject matter a lot of the times. So I think, like, say, I was talking about like our favorite Disney films as well. We've left Pixar to one side because I think it's got quite a bit of meat on the bone to, to discuss. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> delusions of kicking in. I've not, I've not fed Sammy yet. Can someone get a get her Someone get her a Twix snack. It doesn't, it doesn't help the bloody Goodwills called as hungry Sammy. <laughs> it's, it's better than Brony, so it's fine. <laughs> so yes, I'll get to ask Donna's little uh, statement now because she really wanted to, to do this, but like I say, with enough feeling well, I'll try and do my best Donna impression as well. So. <laughs> Hashtag Paul's cookies. Oh, <laughs> sorry, Daddy. So, <coughs> sorry. So, uh, this is, I'll, I'll not do it with Donna's voice because I can't, like, say, I don't know if she'll probably punch us next time I see her. Yeah. Um, Pixar movies are so special to me. You can't help to love the incredible storytelling alongside the beautiful animation. You'll, you'll laugh. You'll cry and you'll even feel a bit inspired. You'll always learn, uh, sorry, you'll always leave a Pixar viewing with emotion in your heart, and they aren't just ordinary movies. You'll learn more, uh, you'll learn many things along the way. One thing I truly adore is how Pixar movies show you that it's okay to feel emotions and to show them. Now I may be missing out on being. Um, I'm the best start again. Now I may be missing out on being on today's podcast, but I'll be here watching, ex- eating all the chocolate and probably crying along with you, looking at you, Sammy. Yeah. <laughs> and she put ponies as well, so I'll, I'll take that. Thank you. Uh, and, she's, and she put quite menace, menacely as well. I'm watching you, podcast team. Always watching. <laughs> and... And she says she kind of likes Paul for reading this out. So I've made a friend. So I hope I don't do justice, even though I started like fuck there. Jonna, sorry. <laughs> you did well. <clears throat> One thing I've noticed since recovering from COVID, my uh, stutter from being a child has returned to me. <laughs> yeah. Silks. Oh, Kev's in the chat. Happy birthday, you big Happy birthday, yeah, Happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday. <laughs> 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 a few times. Say it again. <laughs> Charlotte, hope Charlotte give you your treats and show your feet earlier as well. You've still got a trifle to eat. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly. But yes, so let's kick this off because like I say, I, I love Pixar movies. I've been 
all in from day one. As soon as, like, say, we got the little uh, animation, was it? I think it was the toy toy soldier was the first ever like Pixar little thing, wasn't it? I know the lamp came out. Which one was first? I'm not the sure. Lamp. Was it the lamp? I think the lamp was a part of Sesame Street, like right. <clears throat> way back when, or in the nineties, I guess, when they were like starting the studio. Because I remember seeing that lamp when I was a mm. kid. It just did like little shorts, you know, like how they do. Mm-hmm. No talking or anything like that, just weird little things. Yeah, because I, I know that's one of the things that did play a part, but <clears throat> when it showed off what they could do, I think it was uh, the little toy soldier in the, in the snow globe, and it was trying to get across to the the, the hula girl in the other snow globe, yeah. uh, and he was trying to blow it up and stuff. It was like a very wily coyote-type like little, little short uh, cartoon, which... I think of its time, because at the time before this came out, all we were seeing was like the flats, uh, like say the, the cartoons, uh, like say the very one dimensional. And this was like, say, I know if you look back now, it's probably quite rigid and uh, very computer generated, but it it was mind blowing for especially a kid at the time seeing something that looked like you could touch. That was the whole thing I absolutely loved. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to chip in with, yeah. <laughs> like, um, I wonder if, like, I wonder if I was maybe a bit too young to, like, appreciate the technical aspect of, like, that kind of thing. Because I think when I was a kid, I was just like, it's a lamp. It's moving. <laughs> it looks like a real lamp. <laughs> this is funny. Um, it has a, a parent. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, like, I, I get what you mean. Because, like, I think by the time like toy story came out i was definitely old enough to be like oh wow this is something that's never been seen before mm-hmm. um yes yeah. was no. that the, sorry was that the first feature length film wasn't yeah. a feature length the to- no was, toy story oh, itself oh, yeah toy story was the first thing they ever attempted because it took them oh, a yeah. few years to actually make because like said they had rooms and rooms of computers because they didn't have the processing power to actually do it at the time Oh, it's it's phenomenal. It's even I watched it not long ago. When did we talk about Toy Story recently? Because we talked um, about it. Was it one of your favourites or something on one of your lists? Oh, uh, I think it was on one of the lists it was many moons ago. <laughs> many many moons ago. <laughs> yeah, like maybe Feel Good, one of those or something. Potentially, I just remember going watching it straight afterwards, and like mm-hmm. it's still. Did hold, we not like, mention it in the Disney one? Possibly, I, I, it would have been there. I, 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 it's definitely been mentioned. We're it's crossing been... the streams. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, Martin, you're normally the expert. Tell us which one. <laughs> Martin's in the chat um, I just remember going to watch it, and it was like it, that could have come out yesterday. Like it, it's that. It's still that brilliant. Mm. Like it's so clean, and the way that the move is just mind blowing. I still say four is the best, but. That's but you are really. But you are wrong. But you are wrong. But so I'm, not. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm ill, so you'll agree with us. <laughs> not when it comes to Toy Story. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, the fourth one, man, just cracks us up like like proper full on belly laugh, and it's hilarious. I love four. I don't like three. Oh, great. Great, great, great. But um, talk about like say what you like. So what would be you guys' favourite Pixar film, so I'll go with Charlotte first. We'll give the sick girl a, a chance to recover. <laughs> um, if you had have asked me this a few weeks ago, it would have absolutely been either Toy Story or Monsters, Inc. Mm-hmm. And then I watched Turning Red. Yeah, tell us about Turning Red. <laughs> and that was, it's, it's brilliant. It, like, mm. it's got a lot of stick 
um for its subject matter and but it's just it's brilliant like mm-hmm. it's so nostalgic and it's so true mm-hmm. it's, especially being that awkward 13 year old girl it is so true yeah it's it's just it's brilliant absolutely and it's got a giant red panda who doesn't love red pandas <laughs> it's good though that, it's like <laughs> But it's good what you say, though, when it comes to um, like the controversy, because it shouldn't be controversial. I think it's like middle-aged men that are uncomfortable to having that conversations or mm-hmm. uh, get uncomfortable when the wives or daughters bring like sanitary towels or, or, or tampons into mm-hmm. the house. Um, but imagine, like, say, how refreshing that would have been, like, for a thirteen-year-old girl to see mm-hmm. a film where it's normalised mm-hmm. to, to have this. Because before this, the only time, like say, that type of aspect was was mentioned was in crude comedies or in Carrie, which was done in the most horrific way possible. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, yeah. it kind of it breaks a stereotype a bit of like all teenage girls are moody and hormonal, and mm-hmm. because they just they're, they're, they're still teenage girls, they still have fun, they're still you mm-hmm. know it, it was just it, yeah. Yeah, period does not define us exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think like I think like Paul's right there, like that the the sort of hand wringing and controversy. It was all just like mostly men just kind of making stuff up. Because like, can you imagine if there'd been like like switch it around and it's like a film about like young boys with things that are important to them, people mm-hmm. like you know mental health stuff. People would have been applauding it and stuff mm-hmm. like that for being like groundbreaking. But because yeah. it touches on one thing that certain part of the population thinks is weird or uncomfortable. It's like mm. they just went nuts on it. And I, I, think... I heard an even better crazy take on it where some guy was like, it's been going around Twitter, some guy was like, I can't believe like this movie doesn't mention like 9-11. Like this is not how people <laughs> acted like a few we- a few months or years after 9-11 because it's set you... in like 2002. Are you fucking kidding us? <laughs> oh, yeah. God. Yeah. This is, we're weird. going down the wormhole, guys. We're going back to the conspiracy episode. Well... It's just it's just got fake it's just got fake hate. Like that, yeah. that oh just my... doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But I loved it. It was like it was so refreshing. <laughs> my, my... <laughs> Sorry, my sister's just put a comment about it. Um, hi Michaela. She said uh, Turning Red was so bloody good and screw the people who can't relate to a, to young girls but can relate to a fish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well done, Michaela. <laughs> But, but that that's the thing though because like I say it was telling like it, it wasn't necessarily a story be, for me because I'm not the target audience for it but I can appreciate the thing like I said I didn't start appreciating the actual film to how good it was until the relationship with the young girl and the mother came into it that's when I got on board with this film and absolutely adored like towards the end because like I say I thought it was very like say niche towards teenage girls and stuff like that which again I wasn't going to hate wasn't saying it was a bad thing I just thought oh this might not be one of Pixar's where I'm aimed at but then as soon as like the 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 mother and father dynamic in that film I absolutely adored it um I say that's that's when I just thought this was absolutely brilliant like say the dad I think the dad actually made as well up towards the end and how nice and how wholesome his dad what the dad was as well Oh, I was going to so... recommend watching this this week. Like, <laughs> that was, I'm going to recommend it to Anne to watch, but I don't really want to cry at the moment, so <laughs> I'm good. So much of it reminded us of, like, the friendship group. Like, I can still remember mm-hmm. my group of friends from when I was that age, around mm-hmm. about the same time that the film set. I still speak to half mm-hmm. of them now. Mm-hmm. And 
you were exactly like that like your friends by your life and mm-hmm. yeah like so so much of it's relatable especially for me like the 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 the, the relationship between the mother and the grandmother is so similar to my mom and my nana <laughs> it's not even funny like oh. <laughs> it, it, it really is <laughs> um, and like oh. the dad the dad reminds us of my dad when mm-hmm. me mom and dad are talking and he'll just kind of sit down and admit defeat without saying anything <laughs> honestly though like you're right like that that speech the dad makes as well like is a heartbreaker Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember like the exact quote, but basically just like all of us have like bad sides and you're not, mm-hmm. you don't have to hide it, but you've got to learn to like live with it type of thing. Yeah. I think anyone can take that kind of message on board. To be fair though, if I was turning into a giant red panda, I, I wouldn't want that to go away. That'd be mint. I'm sorry. I would love to love it. <laughs> um, probably not the anger issues, but to be fair, I probably went through the anger issues in my teeth anyway. But, um, no, I I the, the, there was no villain of the story. Like it was just, mm. It was a proper coming of age story. Like there was no villain. It yeah. was just accepting yourself. No, I think the Pixar do that well though. Like I say, a lot of the stories, uh, there isn't like I say a, a big bad guy or someone that you you're rooting against type thing. It's always like almost like an adventure or a coming of age to- story. It's like say the things that you can relate to more. Um, I think the, the biggest the biggest theme through, throughout any Pixar film is mm-hmm. family and friendship. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that they really, really just yeah. get. They get it on point to the point where you're in tears sometimes because of it. It's all the time. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> I mean, look at it. Like, I've, like, my group, my core group of friends, I'm still friends. Like, one of them's actually sitting on here now because I've known him for such a long time. But, like, we, what were we like in college? We did I thought you said about Jake, sorry. <laughs> 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 oh my god you're trying to be nice <laughs> no but we did we did like yeah. everything together and still what oh, how many say, years can, later yeah can i say we didn't do everything together just i don't want that rumor getting out there just in case <laughs> i think that was the only one he ever did so i don't know how to take that hey, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how to take that <laughs> Um, but yeah, you, were, you weren't emotionally available, shall we say? <laughs> <laughs> you never Excellent. come on. You, you, you never, uh, like I say, you never, you never bit at any of the advances. <laughs> ah well, <laughs> dumb then, dumb now. So. <laughs> <laughs> To be fair, yeah. though, I don't, I, don't, I don't think you used to drink with us. You never used to get drunk. <laughs> that was the I'm problem. not really a drinker, so no, I didn't. Um, but no, I just like that. Like, but look at us and how yeah. we are in the chat. Like, we can't go a, a second without talking to each other. So I love shit like True. that. True, it is. Yeah, you're right. It's it's usually about like found family as well, like Pixar yeah. films. It's not always about like family ties, but oh. yeah. Are like we Nerdy Pixar? Are, are we a Pixar film now? Oh, we are Pixar oh, family. God, we yeah, we just need to have a chase sequence at some point and then we'll be right in there. Oh my God, we're a Pixar family. We already have the cute animal mascot. Yes. Uh, oh, that's uh, true. Yeah. No, and that's not a little euphemism for Donna, so don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Paul <Yeah>. the Panda. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, no, that's what my nickname's going to get changed in the chat now, isn't it? Oh, damn. We've already got a panda. <laughs> yeah, we already oh. have a panda, so you can't yeah. be a panda. Uh, she's named Two Face now after being burned in the sun. <laughs> <laughs> can't believe she admitted that. <laughs> Sorry, Pixar, we're, we're going to stay yes. on track. Yes. yes. <laughs> Found family. Back. Swing back. 
<laughs> but yes, Turner Red, such a good thing. I'm glad, like I say, because a, a lot of people didn't quite get this film for what it should have been. And I love the little, uh, like the little Easter eggs that winner because I know in the on the bag of one of the girls, it had a little Lightyear uh, sticker on for the next Pixar film, which is going to be the uh, Buzz Lightyear. Um, I know, I think Charlotte told us that they do that in each of the films. They have a little reference for the next film that, that's coming. Yeah. Oh, that's but, uh, cool. But uh, I like the like, conspiracy theory as well with um, that the little little girl with a friend, like the angry one who punches her, that's meant to be Boo growing up. Oh, I like that. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, I can see it. <laughs> like, I think she was my favourite character, the tiny one who looked like young Goku mm. from Dragon Ball. <laughs> I just, like, honestly, like, all of the, like, little anime touches on the animation, like, where they, they did, like, the cute eyes every now and then and stuff yeah. like that, I, lo- I loved mm. all that. I loved um, the... When she's draw, when she realizes she's got a crush on the guy, and she's drawing in a notebook. Yeah, drawn and all, like anime. All the drawings are like anime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that that was another thing people were kicking off. They were like, "Oh, she's drawing him as a merman. Like girls don't do that." And like every single like woman turned around and went, "Have you ever met a teenage girl?" <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah, we do. Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good yeah. God. But, but as, as we found, like, say, this weekend in the Nerdy Up North group, that people will find a fence wherever they look. Oh. And uh, <laughs> even go out the way to be offensive as well, just to, just to be, like, say, different or Assholes. To be clever. Let's just call it as it is, <laughs> just to be assholes. But yes. <laughs> uh, so we had 450 <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we've got more off the more off the left. Them weren't po- important ones. So. Exactly, yeah. weed out the assholes. Yeah. So, Jake, moving on to your next, your favorite Pixar film, would you say? Because I know you've been binging it this week. Yeah, <laughs> I've just been trying to like fill in some gaps for like stuff I'd heard good talk about, but not you know actually sat down and watched. Um, yeah, like um, I think it I think it has got to be like Toy Story two, like. Mm-hmm. I do love the Toy Story series as a whole, but I think like they nailed it on two, like comedy wise. Like there was no, yeah, like dull moments. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think like what you guys were talking about on like the previous Disney podcast, I think kind of hit me with Pixar. Like I kind of aged out of Disney to a certain extent, mm-hmm. um, and then I think Pixar came along, and it was all about toys, and like I was always playing with like action figures when I was a kid. So I was like. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is like this is like firing off all the synapses, you know, like <laughs> ticking every box. Um, but yeah, I just love that story about mm-hmm. like how you shouldn't just like. I know, like it's it's toys and it's all like you know mm-hmm. the products that we buy technically, yeah. but I love the idea that you should like take care of things and like not just like throw stuff away or sell it whenever you're not like interested anymore. Um, and obviously that's like super heartbreaking because the toys <laughs> actually feel the pain of not being played oh, with anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like um, Woody being in the in the chest as well. Like you see, you're proper felt yeah. sorry from. <laughs> oh yeah, and yes. Woody gets like ripped open in two as well, and you're like, ah, oh, <laughs> fixed by the creepy guy. <laughs> um, Jessie's song that she sings in mm. Toy Story is it Toy Story two that she sings yeah, it when it, she talks yeah. about being left behind mm-hmm. without feel makes my dad cry every single time he hears it. Without yep. fail, <laughs> I like as I said, um, <clears throat> I know with it being Easter as well, we want to get lots of Easter eggs in. Um, <laughs> the, the guy that came back to fix Woody was from a short, like yes. the, the fixer. I love that element, how, like, say how they come back 
and they've done that callback on it in uh, in Al's toy barn, the crazy Al with the chicken suit. Yeah, well, yeah. it was um, oh, what's his name? Nedry from Jurassic Park. Somebody in the chat help. Oh, right. oh we're, we're <laughs> night. Yeah, yeah, it was him who did the voice, and Al kind of looked like him as well. Definitely, yeah, but like I, I've said this before in the group: if you don't take your toys out of your box, you're going to be Al when you're older. And you're going <laughs> <laughs> to be the bad guy of a Pixar movie. You're gonna oh my god, there's my face! Beloved toy out of a boot sale. <laughs> Not coming out. <laughs> With the Toy Stories as well, like I say, I know me and Sam have arguments, but like I say about the Toy Stories. Each one you thought it had the complete ending, yeah. And then they brought out the next one. You thought, I, I don't know, I don't know where I would have been if I didn't hear this story. Mm. And I felt that way up until Toy Story Four, which I did. Like that was the only one that felt unneeded. Not wasn't a bad film, but I think with the, the Toy Story films, you get a complete film from start to finish as well, which not many sequels that you get these days, um, you get, but. Um, Toy Story Two wasn't the one that broke me, but I, I say, I adored it. I loved, like, say, uh, Kelsey Grammer as uh, Stinky Pete. I thought it was yeah. absolutely hilarious and bullseye. I absolutely fell in love with that horse. <laughs> I love, I love the dedication Pixar give mm-hmm. to their films to the fact that they actually go out of them their way to make outtakes. Mm-hmm. To put oh, yeah. over the credits. Yes, yeah. yes, because it was a long one for two, wasn't there? Like a uh-huh. long sort of outtakes mm-hmm. thing. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, because it was all about like say when they were in the airport and stuff, and they were switching over who was in the boxes, and they were pulling like faces up against the plastic <laughs> glass and stuff like that. Absolutely brilliantly done. But oh god, and the, the part in two where like Buzz meets the out of the box Buzz Lightyear. Mm-hmm. He's just like. <laughs> Oh my god, is this what I sounded like? Because he's doing like the Space Ranger thing again. <laughs> like, because the, uh, they did that in three, didn't they? Where they, like the reset buzz back to like yeah. Spanish mm-hmm. sentence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, they clearly love that joke, but at least they do like a spin on it every time where yeah. it's like, because, yeah, like just buzz reacting to that. And he gets, and you know, he ties him up because he thinks he's defective. He gets mm. like. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> oh, that's great. Like, you are a toy, but uh, like the You're a sad, strange little man. <laughs> <laughs> but again, I think there's no what... signs of intelligent life. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> got so many good lines <laughs> yeah, but like say all the films are like the voice acting in toy story is where i think it hits peak I, I don't think there'll be a better voice um like say a, a car well not a cartoon it's i don't know say it's a cartoon because it feels more than a cartoon to me yeah uh, it is like say a live action film but um the voice cast i don't think will be bettered um like i say tom hanks as woody and like tim allen as as buzz Lightyear. Um, Cliff, I can't remember his name now, but Cliff Clavin as as, as the pig, um, like I say, Mrs. and Mr. Potato Head, even oh, like say the guy who done Rex's voice as well was <clears throat> top talent, like like uh, out there that like I say that you just absolutely adored, and you don't even need to see the film, you just hear the voices and you recognise them directly from this film as well. Wasn't it Don Rickles who did Mr. Potato Head? And when he yeah. died, they just they kept the character, but they didn't replace the voice. He just didn't talk. Um, oh. He did, but they had enough fo- like re- they had enough voice recordings of him from previous films mm-hmm. to to make a script for him. 
so mm-hmm. he doesn't have as much dialogue mm-hmm. but he still has dialogue and i think it's the third one yeah yeah and r.i.p mrs potato head who just yeah. recently I know, passed i think yeah. she she was amazing from like seinfeld and stuff um but yeah you know what i didn't actually put it together but i guess toy story 2 is like a bit of a cheers reunion with like kelsey yeah. Grammer coming back yes. and everything like that oh uh, what do you think ted stop. danson ted danson and woody harrison to come back and kirsty allen uh, <laughs> um but yeah like paul i'm in agreement with you like when i watched four there was like i didn't really know why it was being made i guess but I guess they wanted to be like to get Woody completely out of the story, just in case they want to do like any stuff. Mm. But I did think Keanu Reeves is that. Um, no, do evil... <laughs> yeah, the evil can evil guy oh, was really Kaboom. good. Yeah. Just how he moved and everything oh, with his little action arms. All <laughs> hail Canada! Oh, I love Kaboom. I thought that the the scene in the um. With the dolls, I, I, we all know how I feel about dolls, mm. and it's, oh, and the music that's on in the background is um, it's called from the moon and uh, to the moon and back or something, mm-hmm. and it's so it's so beautifully creepy, and they played it so well with them dolls. Just oh, loved it. <laughs> oh, I love that film so much. It's but, so good. Uh, yeah, but like I say, each characters they bring in, they, they always do like a Toy Story three when they brought Lots or Bear in, like as Evil. a cute. Cute curly bear, like that was a bad bear. I know. Uh, <laughs> I, I know Laura was saying in the chat the other day that uh, like Bobby, a little little, and won't even play like entertain playing with Lotso because he's really? watching Toy Story. Yeah, um, same. Um, my my but... sister's got one of the cuddly toys, and he's quite big, and he's a good five or six years old, and he still smells like strawberries. I'm, sh- I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure Michaela bought one for one of our nieces and nephews, and it's not like candy floss. It was strawberries, the smell that came out in the Disney shop. I didn't get it. it was, it's the only one thing I wanted I didn't buy. So I've got uh, Slingy, RC, uh, Buzz, Woody uh, kicking about. I've got like, say, loads of uh, I didn't get Rex either, which is a bit disappointing. Hi, Kev. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> <My> hand of Kev. <laughs> <clears throat> but, um, yeah, like I say, I think... Because you... I, I, I love that you've picked Toy Story 2 because it has the emotional punch, but it's difficult to talk about like one of the Toy Stories and try and leave the mothers off as well. Like, yeah. Um, even these guys, the little aliens, like, oh, <laughs> that's aliens. <laughs> <laughs> it's the claw. <laughs> but yeah, but it's so quotable as well. Like when I went to Disneyland, Florida, I know we talk about, look, I'm not bragging. Um, that when we went to, I think it was Hollywood Disney, there was uh, a pizza shop, but it was Planet Pizza, and they had mm. like the the claw machine in there, like see the attention to detail that uh, they do. Did you get double prizes? <laughs> <laughs> a wimpy cowboy doll. <laughs> oh, I got that. I've cried. <laughs> the Pizza Planet truck is mm. in every single Pixar film they make. Is it? Yeah, that's one of the big it, Easter eggs. It, yeah, it, right. yeah, they put they, they put it in every single film, but it's getting harder and harder to spot it. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it was even in Brave, like someone mm-hmm. was making it out of wood in Brave, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's amazing. But yeah, that's such a I big. We, I, I, sorry, sorry, I was just going to talk about the Toy Story elephant in the room, which is near the end of Toy Story three <laughs> when, oh, they're in, when, when they're in the incinerator. <laughs> I am the only one. Oh, oh, oh. didn't cry at it. it was oh, horrible. no. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, wow. 
Like, how could they do that? They were all, like, holding hands and stuff oh, as well. Like, accepting it. It's like they accepted what was going to happen and, like, they were okay with it. And I was like, don't, please don't stop fighting. And they, they get you then. And like, you think, oh, they've, they've got out, you recovered. Then they throw that shit with Andy. We get to oh. boys I was like, <laughs> that was heartbreaking. Yeah, that that is my perfect. That's my perfect Toy Story ending, though. Yeah, like sorry, balls. <laughs> I'm, I'm gone. I, I am I'm crying. Yeah. I'm not laughing at the fact of what you're crying about. It's the fact that it wasn't me who did it first. <laughs> it, Toy Story three was my perfect Toy Story ending. Like it was, yeah. it was heartbreaking, but it was beautiful at the same time because they they were getting played with by mm. like a new kid they had was, a new kid to go on adventures uh, with Bonnie, and... it was bonnie wasn't it uh-huh. as well? yeah it was it was lovely it really was it was <laughs> devastating but it was the perfect ending for me no yeah. but yeah but i think the build-up for that film as well because they go into the kindergarten get abused and then you realize how nice for home they're going to have when they go to bonnie and then having because we've all been through that when we've given our toys away well not by choice when people sold them at car boot oh, sales uh, um <laughs> but and that realization on andy that he's going away and he he's he loves these toys so much because there is his childhood but then passing them on because they're going to be someone else's as well yeah, yeah. they're going to be played with again which, oh, uh, yeah. that's that's amazing. my important attitude because i've given a lot of my toys away to cousins and stuff but yeah like when i when i went round for like a cousin's uh son's birthday and he was playing with my old transformers i was like yes that's that's it that's what it's all about <laughs> my god These I'm tiny so metal cars oh, i'm so selfish i don't think i could do that like i really don't you've I taken remem- no lessons from no, it's like- <laughs> when i was when i, I remember well, when fair, I was, she relates to sid more than anything else now she i was- really do when i was younger i remember having a, at the school having like a, a car like a like a, a fate sale can remember when they used to do that yeah like, bring him by yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And my dad, like, finally got us to give something up to put on the table. And it was two teddy bears that were, like, pandas. One was pink and white and one was black and white. And when I saw them on the table, I made my dad back. (laughs) (laughs) Because they were my bears. (laughs) I can see where this, uh, where my CBT counsel is getting all this selfishness from, you know. (laughs) It started quite young. (laughs) I know we've just mentioned as well the little cameo that uh, Sid has in Toy Story 3 when he's the garbage man. He's wearing the same t shirt where he was as a kid. But what a. Yeah, but, but what a. Like, I wouldn't call him a villain, but what a. Like, what a good way of portraying like the, the nasty kid next door in Toy Story One is sitting like all the other keys come back. Uh, the keys, uh, the kids, sorry, the toys come back to haunt them, and they were all scary and like like deformed and stuff because of the abuse they had. And that little turning point was so Evil Dead as well. When Woody's like turn the head around, going <laughs> like, well, sorry, probably more Exorcist than anything else with the spinning head uh, was just brilliant for like a like a, a pixar disney film as well though yeah and i love in pixar that like that that little scene where you first see all the, the toys that sid's like mm-hmm. taken apart and put put back together they sneak so many adult jokes into the, the films as well like mm-hmm. the legs with the hook is a hooker yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. They, they, they're quite clever they're, that, they're really there. clever the way they do that to keep like because obviously they know that the films are based on uh, uh, targeted at kids but they kind of they put little jokes in to make adults like 
yeah like watch if you, it, if, pay yeah, attention as well you know fine well if a kid's watching it an adult is sitting alongside of them so it's like uh-huh. let's just give one for mom and dad like let's yeah. throw one in there for them in florida actually where that pizza place is i don't know if it was there when you went paul but you could actually make your own sid toy Right. Oh, so you could, yeah yeah <laughs> and i think i did the head the spider legs and i think i left it at that i was like that'll do doll's head the, spider imagine legs. sammy being like <laughs> <laughs> master creation right here taking take them away from all the other kids getting all these are yeah. just mine yeah 20 odd year old just like rocking up at this uh booth trying to sort a toy out and but kicking like, everyone out the way i think like we all knew that kid though, right? Like yeah. on the street who just wrecked toys or yeah. like, you know, when people would like spin the bike wheels up and like put Action Man's face on it and <gasps> stuff. So it would like burn I, away. I definitely <laughs> wasn't that kid. Like I really, I like, I treasured my items until yeah, me too. they got took away from us and, you know. Little friend, friend of the friend of the podcast, Sean is that kid. He's messages before <laughs> uh, that he used to torture his poor sister. Like every time she got like a Barbie doll, she used, he used to give her a haircut or chop her head off. No, he was a, he, he was a, he was a oh. horrible child. Well, oh I'm my like, god. I'll, I'll get this in there. <laughs> I will get this in there before Mike, because if my sister's still in the chat, she will point this out. I did give Michaela's Barbies a hairdo over. I chopped all the hair off. And then I painted them with gel pens. So yeah. I'm just getting that out there before my sister gets in War and crimes. tells everyone. <laughs> 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 Michaela's horrible to you. Well done, well done Michaela. <laughs> that is a declaration of war between sisters, though. Yeah, definitely. But that, I'm, sure she, I'm sure she found it funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Donna's, Donna's just pointed out in the chat as well, Wheezy the, the penguin. Oh, oh, oh God, yeah. <laughs> He got yeah. put on the shelf and everyone forgot about him. <laughs> yeah. And he gets a new squeak. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And he's, oh, poor easy. But yes, that was a good one. Um, so Sam, moving on to yours. Mine's a little different. So I was toying between two and both of them are really to do with different, either handling different ways of emotion or grief. And I obviously went with a grief one. It's cool. <laughs> and also my dog is named after, well, not my dog, but my mum's dog is named after this film. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a beautiful film. Beautiful. It's a heartbreaker. Yeah. Right <laughs> Sorry, he's just, just, just commented saying I'm an evil monster. <laughs> um, I'm talking about Coco now, Michaela. You like this one. Um, it's absolutely beautiful. Like, what a way to teach a child about death. Yeah. Like, it, it, it's essentially what it is. It's the, you know, it's the most inevitable thing that will happen to us. And it's just done in such a beautiful and colourful and like it, it's just I love every second of that film and I am very shocked that I haven't started crying about it because it's just so it's it's just how they explain the death yeah. process oh the idea idea behind it is magical like the whole mm-hmm. thing like say as long as you remembered yeah you're still around and that's so, so true in a lot of different ways like because as sad as it seems like we all go through loss mm-hmm. and I say the scary part isn't like well for, for for me isn't the fact that you're gone it's the fact will you be remembered yeah remember that, me yeah and it's just it's, a beautiful tale and like I say especially with uh what happened quite recently um like I say one of our members um mm. Natalie like I say who passed away unfortunately um I know we did the dedication but it hits home like 
how trying to think of the right words now is how delicate things are how precious life is yeah and this film hits on every right note from Mm -hmm. the comedy aspect yeah yeah to like say cute animals because like the dog is absolutely amazing in it um and the music the music is just right and works perfectly and to do it with the day of the dead as well like because that is all about really like they they have a, a certain day to remember their dead mm-hmm. and it's just uh, it's just beautiful and just to be able to like my other one was going to be inside out yeah because i think that really helps the like your emotional side you know making sure that you it's it's okay to have x y and z's emotions there um because mm-hmm. they're all really funny inside your head <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> but Coco just <laughs> Coco just hits the, the nail on the head when it comes down to like if I ever did have children, that mm. would be how I would want death to be explained to them. Because yeah. I just think it's beautiful. Yeah. It it teaches you not to to dwell on the grief of it and yeah. to celebrate life. Yes, exactly. That's it. You, you've nailed rather it. Rather right than there. rather than focusing on on how sad it can be and I think that's not just kids I think that's probably something we can all do with remembering uh, from time oh, to time 100 percent, yeah because like I say everyone dwells on everything trust us like say I have yeah. grudges I'm, I'm watching each one of these uh, <laughs> but, I'm still um, I'm still mad that he threw up on my roof 20 odd year ago it wasn't your roof it was your parents roof let's get this straight it's outside my bedroom window mate <laughs> <laughs> what would you prefer the day you did that <laughs> what would you prefer out the window or on your bedroom carpet that was the <laughs> that, that was the only <laughs> that, was, that was that the was compromise the second choice you had to make <laughs> uh, um, um Sorry, go on, Jake. I was just gonna say, like, um, like Coco's an interesting one as well because it's another one where it's got like representation for like things that aren't yeah. just American, <laughs> you know? Yes. Like, yeah. um, uh-huh. So like, it'll help kids feel seen at the same time, like you guys were saying, giving like everyone a chance to look into that ideal and kind of think like, oh no, that is like a nice sort of bit of um, like a nice way to view the world and how everything works. Yeah, like I think Pixar does that good. It like it has a character for everyone, and I think they've mm-hmm. probably nearly hit most things at this point. Yeah, Definitely. it's but they're doing it without. It's it's just a. This is the norm. This is yeah. normal. This is how it should be. We we you know we don't need to make such a big deal of the fact that this is a Mexican based style movie, or we mm-hmm. don't need to be. You know, it, it's just this is it. This is life. This yeah. is how things are, and I love it. Coco does have the most beautiful colours in there. Yes, oh, no, I agree. Oh, absolutely stunning. I mean, mm-hmm. if you ever look at any artwork of Day of the Dead, um, I'm not even going to try and butcher the uh, Spanish pronunciation of it, because I can't. Um, it's just, it's the colours mm-hmm. are just beautiful, and it really helps brighten up mm-hmm. the subject matter. Yeah. Oh, because that could have went, like, totally wrong turn like totally uh went the wrong way it wasn't preachy it didn't go over the top like with the like say the aspect of, like which it could have done mm-hmm. but it was just the right mentality but again and i know harping back to the original like what we said during charlotte's it was all about family yeah michaela has said that um coco's good but she thinks soul really explores death beautifully too well michaela i've not seen soul <laughs> so i chose coco 
Well, I've, <laughs> I, I can comment on that. I've seen, um, I can't grab the words out now. I've watched Soul today and it, it was great. Like I say, I enjoyed it, but I thought it it wasn't really representing death because it was more about life, like before life. And mm-hmm. um, that's the, what I took from Soul. But again, it, it, I think Coco did it better than Soul, in my opinion. But again, that that's not me saying that Soul was a bad film. I just I kind yeah. of, uh, I, I kind of enjoyed enjoyed it more. I, Gravitated I felt, towards it more. Yeah, I, I felt not bored, but I didn't get engrossed in Soul as much as I have done. But I think a lot of the different things potentially, because um, you can't take everything from everyone, like say, because it's got quite a huge like musical background and stuff like that. Which, um, but again, it's all about family and like teaching and stuff. So that was more Soul about finding your life purpose. Yeah. Shall we say? I, I think for me. Coco dealt with grief a lot better and Soul dealt with realising your potential and what you could be. Yeah. That's that's what I was trying More. to say, but Charlotte, but Charlotte said it a lot better than me. <laughs> um, <laughs> she seems to be doing that tonight for us, mate. <laughs> it's a good job she's here. <laughs> She's more, just, more uh, not, than... now she stopped. <laughs> <laughs> um, not, not just the face of the podcast now, shall we say? <laughs> so kind of so so sort of taught you how to realise that nothing was impossible. Mm-hmm. Whereas yeah. Coco so Soul was sort of like for me, Soul was dealing with like yeah, you, when you're just starting out in life and you're not sure where you're going to go and you get you get overwhelmed with like mm-hmm. you've got so many options and and mm-hmm. then Coco was dealing with mm-hmm. how to accept the end of life. Yeah, yeah. I've not seen Soul, but I have. I do know the I, like the the concept behind it. So yeah, and I, mm-hmm. I think I've watched like the first twenty minutes of it. But I was at a friend's house and. Wasn't really paying attention. Um, I'm not going to lie, the only reason I watched Saw was for the music. <laughs> oh, it was very, uh, uh, it is beautiful, like say, with all the jazz and like say, yeah. it's very toe tapping. Um, and just like say, I, I enjoyed that element, but yeah, I think I got more from Coco than I did with Soul. But again, that might be just my, my personality uh, type situation. I don't know, I just, I love it so much. Love, mm. We loved it so much that we named a dog after. <laughs> so, <laughs> So again, we've already talk, talked about my like ultimate ultimate film is probably Toy Story, and I've and I've waxed lyrical about it in the podcast as well. But the other film that I absolutely do adore, hundred percent, and I've even got a massive tattoo with it is Monsters Inc. Just because I want to be Sully, I want to be that big hairy 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 beast. You gotta be nice, so. <laughs> You've got, to be nice to every, you've got to be nice to everyone. I don't know, he was kind of a jock at first, wasn't he? You know, yeah. Oh, I've not seen the university one. Mm. I'm missing out on so much. Um, yeah, you need to be nice. <laughs> I am nice most of the time. It's, just, it's, it's how I show I love. If I'm nasty, it just means I love you, so take that. I feel, I feel like you're more the um, Steve Buscemi's character. Oh, fuck you. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only joking. It's only because I'm not well. 
Randall, that's what he's called. Oh, I did not know that was Steve Buscemi. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a slimy lizard now. I don't know how you stare. Oh my but, god, that went. To, that took a wrong turn. <laughs> yeah, uh, Monsters Inc. The moment I saw it, the colours, everything mm. like say the colours bright. I love the jokes in it, like the humour, and I love the. Like, <laughs> with, with there's been a with there's been a huge uh, John Goodman fan from mm. uh, Roseanne, and but having that voice there, just feeling like nostalgia even before uh, seeing the film, and having Billy Crystal as Mike Wazowski <gasps> as just comedy genius. Oh my and them, god! And them two played off each other perfectly, and like say, I, I know I would, we did homage to one of the best jokes in, in the film on the layout tonight with the sticker over Mike's face. Like that, <laughs> that whole element was just brilliantly done, like when he was on the advert. And because yeah. we all go through that disappointment when you're getting overshadowed by someone else, but just, he doesn't take that in his stride and he gets that no. excited. But there's like so many like little, like I don't know how people would find these monsters scary because they were the cutest no. things you've ever <laughs> So funny. I <laughs> think with my voice the way it is, I could actually pull off the... Mike Wazowski. Mike Wazowski. <laughs> Mike Wazowski. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the song as well. Sorry, Charlotte. Go on before <laughs> I start I singing. Say, again, Monster, Monsters Inc. shows how much detail goes into Pixar yeah. films because this is a really, really stupid, nerdy fact that I know. But mm-hmm. so Mike's girlfriend, I can't remember her name. Right. Yeah. Ha- with the snakes for her hair. Oh, yes, mm-hmm. her hair. The restaurant he takes her to mm-hmm. is called Harry Housen's. Oh, oh nice. Because she's a Medusa <laughs> as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very nice. Um, Donna's just asked a good question, though. Who would win out the scare meter out of the team podcast? Who, was the, who would be the most scary? I think Kev. Kev. <laughs> giant, giant man would scare. He just needs to stand up. I think Grant could do a good job. <laughs> <laughs> Grant, Grant, would just, Grant would just creep <laughs> people out. <laughs> We said scare, not disturb. That, that works for the meter. It just has to be a scream. Actually, no, but... I, I changed mine to Grant. Grant wouldn't make a scream. He would just be whispering your ear saying, say a song, whisper to daddy and stuff like that. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. but yeah, Grant wins. I, I think Kevin Donna. I think Donna could be quite scary. I've seen her pissed, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Grant definitely see. I'm, throw, agrees. I'm throwing Kelly's name in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> like a ghost with the curtain. Absolutely. <laughs> oh. What, oh, what was she screaming again? I'm fucking. Um, oh, I'm Stevie Nicks. I I'm wasn't fu- even no. there. And at, like, at that time, you I heard it. She wasn't screaming, I'm Steve. She was, it was, I'm fucking Steve and Nick. Steve and Nick. Yeah. Right. That was the. She, she, I texted her the other day to wish her happy birthday, and all I got was, thank you. I got the hat to match. No, I got the bag to match me hat. And I was yeah. like, of course he did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, like, say, all the different elements. I know that they've done, like, say, Monsters University, which felt like, again, I know a lot of people do like it, but I think it. it it underplayed what Monsters Inc. was good at. I think it wasn't as at the level of his Monster Inc. And the same with Monsters at Work. I wanted to like it more than I actually did. But mm-hmm. the original Monsters Inc., like the whole concept and seeing little Boo in the suit, like dressed as a monster running around, just going flapping her little arms and stuff was the cutest, adorable thing. And how she called uh, like Sully uh, Kitty was Kitty. just uh, Kitty. Do you, um, know, do you know the story about her voice acting? No. 
Um, so it's either the director or one of the producers. It was her daughter. It was their daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, and they couldn't. She was only like two or three when when they brought her in. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I thought you were going to say when the border. I was like, <laughs> bloody hell! They, they couldn't. Um, they couldn't get her to read from a script. Mm-hmm. So basically, they sat her in a recording room with a load of toys for a day, recorded oh. her, and then took sound bites from it and put it in the film. I love that. No, I absolutely weird. do adore um... that. <laughs> but uh, I love the whole uh, the joke with uh, the sock. What was it? Uh, we've got a code <laughs> code twenty one or code twenty three. Twenty three nineteen. Twenty three nineteen. Twenty three nineteen. Shit in the shaven. He's just like. <laughs> 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 what is the song that Mike Wazowski sings before my head explodes? Because I'm trying to think of it and put, I can't. Put that thing back where it came from. Oh, so help me. So help me. So help me. <laughs> cut. That's it. Thank you. Yeah. Oh. But I just want to say, I want to say that we've got an American in the chat as well. Gabe oh, has joined hey. us. Oh, hi, Gabe. Gabe. Oh, hi, Gabe. No, <laughs> not only do I we have... I can understand Gabe, Not only well, do not we you, have... Not you. <laughs> uh, not only do we have King of the Nerds, Michael uh, Goodwill, and we now have the, our International Nerd uh, of the Month, Gabe. So well we done, are, guys. We're also blessed with Jesus. So bloody hell, what is going on tonight? Happy one year, everyone. <laughs> But, but yeah, back to Monsters Inc. <laughs> um, no, no, I think it does what like a lot of Pixar does really well is it like invents a, just a complete new world for you to get lo- lost in because oh. obviously like you know everyone knows the old like monster under the bed in the closet type of like mm. uh, folklore, but this is just like oh how would that actually work you know like l- l- legitimately if it was a job, and I think it's just getting lost in like the big like the Scream Factory is like. It's just really like interesting to watch. Like it's all um, corporate and stuff. And I agree about Monsters University. Like my, I, I'm not quite sure why people like it so much because all I kind of saw was like a lot of writers like writing about their university careers in like Yale and Harvard. Mm. Um, oh. Yeah, I think like they were just getting all of the college jokes out of the system, which is funny. Like, but I don't, I don't think it's like very appropriate for kids, really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But again, though, know, like Monsters Inc. takes a really difficult subject, mm-hmm. which is childhood fears, yeah, and helps helps kids deal with it. Mm-hmm. And I love the opening for this as well because it was like proper, like say that little tune with like the little proper old school sixties graphics on, like what you would expect with like Alice in Wonderland and stuff like that. But I can say the whole element, like. I absolutely adore this film. And again, I know I'm sorry, boys, again, it was going to be a Pixar when I was going to talk about Florida. Um, I've got mm-hmm. two great stories for when we're in Florida because when we're in the parade, there was uh, only only two characters actually got hugs off. One was Sully and one was the yellow, uh, not the the orange monster with the sock on his back because he still had the sock <laughs> on his back. Um, come over and give us a hug. Um, and that this was me and my 30th birthday, so I was out of the moon. Um, but We'd done, there's a ride. Well, it's not a ride. It's kind of like a, a like, it's like a performance. It's called uh, the Monsters, Inc. Laugh uh, Factory. And you go oh. in and it's like a, you're sitting in like a theatre and there's a screen come down and they've got people in the booths upstairs that must be on the microphones, but they've got like the characters in Monster, Inc. That's talking. And so Mike introduces these two characters um, and they just t- take the piss out of the audience. 
so they get you to do stuff, but like the like they ask you your name, so uh, and then your picture goes on the screen while you're doing shit and stuff. So funny enough, my mum got picked out. <laughs> so um, they were like on this on the screen saying, "Oh, so what's your name?" She was like Stella, and she was, and they were like, "Hello, Stella." <laughs> and um, I said, <laughs> said, "Whenever you whenever you say something, we want you to pull like go." So whenever they had to say something, they had to pull these face. So every so often, you got some carry, some people going like this, some people having to stand up, and all I could remember was crying with laughter because my mum got that into it every time she was going but she was going on the big screen so everyone was just seeing her but honestly it was one of the funniest things uh, I know it's probably one of the moments where you had to be there but it was just such a memory and it's such a just, moment it's just the pure joy on your face as you're telling that story <laughs> is like making us feel a one percent better no. I'm sure you filled up a lot of canisters full of uh, oh. monster energy that day. But <laughs> like I say, with, with Disney, they don't do anything by half. So when you're leaving like, the auditorium, they've got all the canisters on the wall and it shows you what level that laughs you got to uh, oh. say, and how you fill them. But, but like I say, with, like, like I, say, if, I, I know me and Sam's talked about going, but if you ever do go and experience like certain things, like the level of detail that they do oh. over there in the parks, like is unreal. Like certain things, like the Harry Potter rides, like you walk around Hog- Hogsworth uh, and see everything. But um, like even like the Lilo and Stitch ride, where you get things jumping on you and the smells <laughs> come out of you and stuff. And even the Bugs Life when Bugs you get Life. Like, ah. when, when you feel like like the thought like spiders go dropping down from the ceiling and literally. Nope. Do, do, you <laughs> nope. how, do you know how? Do you know how to get you out of the auditorium? Spiders go, on you. No, under, <laughs> underneath your seat. It's yeah. like it, it's in your seat, and you can feel them going underneath your bum. I nope. li- and then you can feel, oh, nah, I literally, I'd been on it so many times that it got to the point where me, I would levitate off mm-hmm. the seat, so I didn't have to feel it. It's mm-hmm. awful. Oh, nah. yeah. See, Laura's done the Laugh Factory as well. Like, say, Laura's in the chat. She's just mentioned that she's done the Laugh Factory, so she know how much uh, fun. See, it like. I haven't been to Disney World since like nineteen ninety five, so like the only thing that had maybe Universal was the honey the honey I shrunk the kids. Honey I shrunk the kids four D experience. Oh my god, with the mice, the mice that run along your feet. Yeah, it's like the spiders, yep. (laughs) I think I lifted my feet up when it happened. Spiders. Yeah. Literally it's like something like blows on your on your leg. I heard, but it's because it's like going like that. Like nobody who's listening can see what my hand movement is. (laughs) But it like blasts at you though. It feels like mice are running across your legs. Yeah, because they spill all the rats on the screen and then everyone's like We're really selling it for Charlotte, so we want to go. I'd rather have mice than spiders. <laughs> so that's my pick, uh, Monsters Inc. So, what I want to do as well, what is, because I know how emotional Pixar does get to us before we start talking about the other films, what has been the most emotional you've been during Pixar that hasn't been one of the Toy Stories? So, because we've already had that discussion. I know what mine is. <laughs> oh, well, I'll, I'll say mine, so I'll get it out of the way. It's Inside Out. Right. Which it's part? Every, all of it. <laughs> From start to finish. No, it probably The imaginary more... friend part's probably the, the worst. Oh, I don't. Oh, <laughs> what was he called? Uh, Bing. Bong. Bing bong. Bing bong. Bing, yeah. bing bong and he disappears. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you, Pixar. <laughs> My God. I just think the whole thing of 
inside out is just like it's beautiful like i just mm-hmm. what a way to like tap into your emotions all yeah. of them and mm-hmm. be okay with mm-hmm. all of them like i always hear like when i'm sad i always hear sadness's voice in my head even <laughs> though it's it's um, it's phyllis from the office so that's not hard because the office <laughs> is probably on in the background but it's, i just hear her voice and like uh, is it oh what's her name amy mm. oh god what's her name from she, parks and rec yeah oh, i can't remember the name amy paula amy paula yeah it's her oh just it's it's such a joy but yeah when ping pong disappears <laughs> fuck you <Pixar. laughs> they are evil at times like um, what, about, what about you jake mine was an onward um has mm. everyone seen it yeah, yeah. Oh, I haven't seen all of it. Okay. Oh. <clears throat> well, there's basically a part at the end where, like, the character has to like sacrifice talking to his dad that he spent yeah. the quest doing, mm-hmm. and it's 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 bad. <laughs> oh, it's, oh. No, but it's magical though. Yes, it's it, no, it's absolutely. It, like, the, I yeah. think because you go on that journey as well, it's fucking yes. amazing. I absolutely adore that film. It's it's up there with me top five. Like because I only watched it. Like I watched it when it came out. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was last year or something, wasn't it? Because it was one where the, when the pandemic hit, it was supposed to come in the cinema, but Disney put it out on uh, Disney Plus. Yeah. Was it, was it was it not a Christmas release? Possibly, I'm not sure. Is it about but... the bears? No, no, it's that's, like that's, the... that's brave. Um, it's like um... um sort of Elf Brothers. It's like mm. Chris Pratt and somebody else. Tom yeah. Holland, isn't it? Tom Holland. Oh, it Tom is, Holland. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's it's basically a dungeon and what if Dungeon and Dragons was real and they go on a oh. quest? Yeah, um, it's on Disney Plus. It's on Disney Pixar Plus. Does, it's oh, yeah. oh I'm gonna have to show Aunt that he'd love that. And yeah, d- suck it's, mm-hmm. it's definitely worth checking out, but it'll absolutely destroy your heart at the end. <laughs> but like, it's it is a happy ending technically. It's, it's like Happy Tears though. That one does. Yeah. Does Chris Pratt die? No. <laughs> no. Oh, we're, not, we're not we're not gonna start hitting <laughs> um, so it's not sam's happy ending <laughs> yeah. uh, but like i say i i the shame you haven't seen because i would love to have talked more oh, about it onward sorry. because the characters in it is absolutely amazing. i've never even heard of it like the i think whole... my favorite's the manticore that runs uh, like yeah. the sort of kids restaurant <gasps> that's i love like that a... word yeah but it's was... like it's like she's like an ex-adventurer, but she has to now run this like you know medieval times restaurant for children and everything. <laughs> she's just yeah. like pissed off about everything. <laughs> and she's like probably this battle battle hardened monster beast. Like everything, like she was like part griffin, part lion, um, everything that you wanted in a mythical beast. But she's like running around doing party food for kids. Yeah, like Uncle Mo from <laughs> The Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well. Uh, what about you, Charlotte? Uh, the first ten minutes are up. Uh, oh, right. That's, that's, a, that's another it. fuck you, Pixar. Yeah. <laughs> How dare <Come> you? <laughs> cannot do it. So beautifully done oh, there as well. Nah. Yeah. And like even just I can hear the music in my head, and it's just like mm. nah, nah. <laughs> But again, it takes you on that journey. Like it does a whole movie in fifteen minutes. It's not, yes. not even that. I think it's like. It's not even 15 minutes, just that that whole, mm-hmm. when you see Colin and Ellie's life together. Yeah. And it, it oh, just breaks us every time. Mm. Every the st- time. From the state when she he's that little shy kid and she takes him under his wing mm. to, to go and up getting married. And you think, oh, this is amazing. Then you get to the hospital and you go, why the fuck are you doing this? Why? But again, 
shown it in a way that, like I say, not many people have the balls to do it as well. And then when you see it, and then when you see him sitting in the chair by himself, it's just heart wrenching because you know exactly what's happened. They don't even have to tell you what's happening. That's the thing. Yeah, not uh, it, like not a word is spoken throughout that entire mm-hmm. sequence, and it is the one of the most heartbreaking moments in film mm-hmm. ever. Yeah, hundred percent for sure. I'm, I'm not even looking at you. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, can't, but what? Can't do it. But how good is up though? I'm it's sorry. So I love so Like from Doug. Um, and what was his little, the little kid called? Uh, I've Russell. Russell. Oh. Russell. Uh, <laughs> yeah, with his badges. That's, no, he's that's a great. That's a great recurring like story thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's Mr. Fredrickson. <laughs> but uh, yeah, how about it. making an old man a main character in a movie, <laughs> a kids movie? <laughs> it doesn't happen very often. <laughs> But when, like, say they get the, like, say the, the, the property developers are like trying to like weasel them out of his house and he's that beautiful house, uh, just to like move it on, and then when you see them realizing that they've got him when he hit that person by accident, mm. and that's like again, it's a heartbreaking moment. But then Mister mm. Fredrickson, you don't mess with Mister Fredrickson because what he'll do, he'll make his house float, which was absolutely so. Well, story told. I know it's it's very James and the Giants page, uh, in the way it went. But to go on that adventure and to find that mythical bird as well, and to be introduced to Doug. How can you? How come a squirrel? <laughs> 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 but not have and like the whole talking box as well, and all the different yeah. dog voices. Who else didn't want to talk to dogs? Even though they probably hate us in real life, but that's. That moment when the balloons come out and the, the house starts taking off and you see all the colours and everything is such a stunning piece of animation. They know how to do colour, don't they? It is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Absolutely beautiful. And I know a lot of people talk about like high defini- definition, like on Blu-ray and like now 4K. Mm. Some films you don't really get the benefit, know. but Pixar, every single one of them looks amazing on like say on like the 4k tellies that was one i think um what was it cars was the reason i bought a, a 1080p telly just so i can watch cars on it because that is absolutely even though it's a shit film I'm it's, 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 it's a stunning it looks stunning the the, the first four when we got the 4k telly the first 4k films we got were animated animated because mm-hmm. i think like 4k and hd and everything is made for animation we've only just recently gotten a 4k telly and we're still trying to like adjust Mm -hmm. things because on disney plus our Mm -hmm. telly goes crazy um Mm -hmm. especially when we've been watching moon Knight, we just we can't seem to get it quite right but that's besides what i was going to talk about and i always remember my dad telling us he would never have sky and he would never have a dvd player (laughs) and Either stupid bugger went and snapped his Achilles heel and was off work for a year. And within about two weeks, we had Sky and a DVD player. <laughs> and with the DVD player came mm-hmm. Toy Story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was the only thing we owned on DVD. So it was the only thing we watched like, <laughs> over and over and oh. over again was bloody Toy Story. I had to get it in there before I passed out because I'm <laughs> so hot. <laughs> you got a friend in me. Oh. But, uh, but, um, I've got a good story about uh, Up as well, because it's it's kind of embarrassing, but it was hilarious at the time. Well, now it wasn't hilarious at the time. I was so pissed off. 
And this uh, is why you can't be silly. Yeah. <laughs> she went on a like uh, went on a date with uh, with uh, a young lady to see up at the cinema. I thought it would be a great date movie, taking a pink Pixar. Hadn't heard much about it. Thought we'll laugh together. Like I say, uh, she was meant to be coming back to mine at the same night as well. So it's getting great. It's going to be a fun night. Um, within the first 10 minutes, me sitting there crying my eyes out. <laughs> like, proper, like streaming, like not just like, like, like trying to hide, but like proper ugly tears coming out of my face. Yeah. And, and she was just sitting there going, looking at us, going, looking around, going, like she must have had a soul. It wasn't Nick, by the way. Um, <laughs> she just—I don't think she got the film. But like, I was just crying buckets to the point where she, after the after the film, she went, "Oh, I'll, just, I'll drop you off home. I'm gonna, I've gonna, gonna have an early night." So yeah, I, I got, so up got me out of a sure thing. Up, 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 up blocked you. <laughs> I got caught back by her. <laughs> Never, so, so lesson learned: never take a girl uh, on a date to a Pixar movie. Yeah. Not one that's going to emotionally break you within the first ten minutes. Like, I mean, you weren't to know because yeah. you're just going to see it, but bloody hell! But yeah, that was that was a big series. choices. <laughs> choices made were made. That <laughs> um, I was going to ask as well in the chat room because I know we've got quite a few people in the chat. If you were going to pick out of the out of the four of us for Sam's pick in, for Inside Out, which mm. characters would each of us, which each of them be? So I'll let the chat think between themselves <laughs> and, oh. and, and name that. So we'll, 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 we'll come back to that in a few moments. Yeah. I've got a I've got a good thing we can touch on that I'm surprised hasn't been mentioned yet. Mm-hmm. Since we're all big superhero nerds, The Incredibles. Yes. Oh, I love The Incredibles. One of Anne's favorites. Oh. That and Finding Nemo, like. Mm-hmm. He, I, I, finding Nemo shocks us for Anne, mm-hmm. but he, he turns into a massive child when it's on. <laughs> like he really does. And you know the whole bit. He keeps swimming, and he's like, oh. he gets right into it. But The Incredibles is awesome. It's just absolutely a, like, uh, awesome. It's the best send up of uh, the the Fantastic Four that will ever yeah. get. Like, um, um, let's let's hold judgment that you know they're in good hands now. If they, yeah, but if they don't like hire the team that did like Elastigirl's like choreography scenes, for, like Mister Fantastic, <laughs> yeah. they'll be missing the trick. Like, yeah, <laughs> definitely. The voice actors in there and that as well is brilliant. Yeah. It's Craig, it's Craig T. Nelson, isn't it? As Mister Incredible, mm-hmm. guy but from Poltergeist. Uh, I just love that shot of him in his tiny car as well. It's, like, it's iconic. <laughs> just getting angrier and angrier. But it's uh, Holly Holly Hunt is uh, Elastigirl. Yeah. Um, I can't remember. Sam like, Jackson. Sam Jackson is uh, <laughs> Frozen. 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 Where did you put my super suit? You're dying for him to basically say, uh, fuck you. Uh, uh, Motherfucker, where's my super suit? It's just, <laughs> yeah. it's just so good because like the city's exploding behind him as well. Out the window. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, what's the line? The city's in danger. My evening's in danger. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jason Lee, mm-hmm. yes. Rory himself. Uh, well, I because I when I used to have hair, I know it seems like a long time ago. I used to do the whole sticky up thing. And a few people nicknamed me Syndrome because I said my forehead and my hair kind of matched it a little bit because with his a little bit of ginger flex. So having flashbacks of getting picked on at college for that, that there as well. Syndrome is such a great villain because he's like he literally is just like the annoying kid at school who wasn't happy with anything. But yeah, just this friggin' like evil line, like it when everyone has powers, nobody will, or like when everyone's <laughs> special, no one is type of thing. It's just such a good idea for like a villain. 
And the, the game for the GameCube was ridiculously hard. <laughs> was that like, was that actually like a fake sequel? Because I was thinking about yeah. that. Because it took like, it was, what, like it, 10 years for them to uh, do another one? Or what was it maybe called? not that long. Oh, what was the game called? Bri- Rise, Rise of the, of the Underminer. Underminer, <laughs> Underminer yeah. Yeah, because uh, that was, it was like, the whole... so hard. But like as I said, this was a, a complete send up of the Fantastic Four. Down, to, like say the little kid that had all the powers, Jack Jack. I love the end. Jack Jack. <laughs> Jack Jack in this yeah. second one is my favorite, hands down. Yeah. You just when you get your because like that's all you want. You want to explore what Jack Jack can do, mm-hmm. and then in the second one, you fucking get it. Like that, you you get I love, it. I love that Jack Jack is as surprised at his powers as everybody else is. <laughs> yeah. But we actually got a villain with a volcano, and that, that was whole element. But um, like I say, I loved it, the whole element as well, where they were getting like syndrome had went through the whole idea of basically uh, testing the gadgets with other superheroes before to get to the point where he wanted to beat like say, Mr. Incredible, because yeah. that was the whole like point to, to beat him after like say that childhood trauma and stuff like that. But um, like again. Just a wonderfully film that didn't need a sequel, but it probably was when the sequel came out was a little bit too long. Yeah, it was. Gap. It was all right. Like it wasn't terrible, but it, if it was never made, it wouldn't. felt like we had timing when it came out because the Incredibles had been and gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. And it didn't do anything. Was a second one, and it was just. It wasn't. Yeah. A, it wasn't a bad film, but it wasn't. Mm-hmm. I don't think it made as much of an impact as others. Yeah. It didn't do anything like massively special with the characters. Like obviously yeah. it was funny seeing him trying to be like a stay-at-home dad. Mm-hmm. Um but like the it was quite predictable that one of the two new characters was going to be the bad guy, if you know what I mean, yeah. like because it was yeah. like the, the brother and sister. Mm-hmm. Um but um Bob Odenkirk played a great role. It was a bit of a Breaking Bad reunion for him and Mike was in it as well. (laughs) Bob Odenkirk has such an amazing, amazing voice. Like, I'm surprised he hasn't done Mm -hmm. more voice acting. Mm -hmm. Um, He was going to, he did audition for Michael Scott. And he did get to play a version of Michael Scott in The Office and I think he's actually funnier than Steve Carell. (laughs) (laughs) Just the characteristics of that man is just unreal. Mm. But uh, um, <clears throat> like I <clears throat> what I felt about the Incredibles two, <clears throat> it was the same storyline of the Incredibles one, just flipped. Yeah. Like for, mm. for Mister Elastic yeah. um, thing, so that was the whole element. Uh, as Jake said, I expected more because mm-hmm. we'd waited that long. Um, but also, I want to point out that Donna's named us, so Sammy, you're discussed. I'm anger, but you can't decide between Jake and Charlotte for for, for joy. So he's a tied with joy. Ooh. Why do I get discussed? <laughs> just a face you possibly. Donna, I'm ill. You don't have to dislike disgust at all. I'm disgusted by your choice of (laughs) I would have said more sadness myself. Like, I cry at everything. I'm an emotional wreck. Like, bloody hell, Charlotte made us cry this morning. For this time. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, someone oh. doesn't clearly read the chat then when I say thanks, Charlotte. Oh, everyone's on blast tonight. Happy one year. Moving on slightly there. So, yes, The Incredibles <laughs> was, was a good one. The other one that like stands out to me was quite important and quite magical was Wally. 
like seen visually, it. Oh. Uh, visually, I know. You can say you can tell us to fuck it's, off. I've never I'm, seen not, I'm just going to ignore you. To be fair, <laughs> but yeah, it, that's it, fair. It's not just visually like. The dialogue in that film is probably less than 10 pages. Yeah. And it is such a beautiful film. I don't think there's a word for the first hour. There's no, no there's no, like, not a word is spoken in the first hour. Mm-hmm. And that little robot tells, shows more emotion than most actors do. It's, um, it's yeah. such an important message as well. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah of what we we potentially could and are doing to the planet and mm-hmm. we know what we what, are doing yeah <laughs> it's, not, it's, it's not it's, it's not such just a that. beautiful film it's like when they go at the, the actual spaceship and you see the humans on there and how they've now become like obsessed with just lying down in bed because everything is t- everything is done for them and that's quite telling to the point where we are now where there's so much technology now like mm. you buy automatic hoovers um, like yep. see, everything's done through, like say, as we're talking now, we don't even have to meet up to talk. Everything's through. You the can screen. pretty much get anything delivered to your door, and you don't have to move very right. far, unless you live in the middle of nowhere and they're going <laughs> to deliver. <Yeah. laughs> no, Uber not... eats. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see where this disgust is coming from. By the way, now <laughs> <laughs> acceptance. <Yeah. laughs> um, right. Like. Wally's kind of became like it. It did become a bit of like a cultural touchstone. Like, a, yeah. like there wasn't even if you didn't watch it, you couldn't escape just like hearing about it or hearing memes or people going like, "Oh, we're going to end up like the humans from Wally and stuff like that." <laughs> um, but yeah, it's an interesting one because like the no dialogue thing. I think that's something that kids wouldn't really care about, but I think like parents or people would criticize like, "Oh, there's no dialogue. I'm not watching that type of thing." But they don't understand that if you just kind of like, like zone in and kind of just watch it for what it is, it doesn't yeah. always need it. Yeah, no. the most it's the most powerful, the most powerful movies are ones that don't have soundtracks. If you ever watch No Country for Old Men, it is one of the most powerful films you will see because it has no music in it. Mm-hmm. You see, Wally's Wally's the other way where it, it doesn't have much dialogue; it's just all music, mm-hmm. and it just like mm-hmm. when you're watching it, it just takes you out. Like it's it's like it just enclo- it just encloses you, mm-hmm. like you're just in a box in where, in where... this film. Mm-hmm. Oh, hundred percent agree. It's so beautiful, and it's one of the most beautiful romance stories ever. Like with Wally and Eva. Like honestly, mm-hmm. I've never wanted two ro- robots to fall in love and get married and live live together. Uh, just absolutely so special, and how he's like pining after her when she's like charging up as well. To the point where he's trying to hold a hand and nearly gets his hand stuck and he's like freaking out. Um, uh, but... I might be wrong, but was it not Sigourney Weaver who did Eva? I'm not sure. That would be a good shout if it was. I know. I think she had some voice to I'm, do it. I might be wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, the chat will tell me. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Probably. Um, I'm going to have to bow out. I am suffering so badly. My head is pounding. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm done. I am, I'm like, I am done. I am fucking sweating <laughs> what we can do rather than just like say continue well, i don't want to no I, like i don't want to like end anything you guys can continue i just i'm suffering here like well, this, really suffering well this could just be part one we could do part two tomorrow or something or on tuesday yeah. night or something if you feel oh, that's a good, good idea yeah so return of the podcast oh. <laughs> 
oh, you just do that for me. <laughs> yeah, I could. Yeah, I could definitely do that. Just mm-hmm. if, like, say, if people are okay, <clears throat> rather than like, say, break up the discussion, like, say, we're gonna do our oh. first. This is part one, guys. Return. So let's <laughs> let's say either Monday or Tuesday, guys. I'll get a few films watched. We'll have mm-hmm. a and we'll have a better conversation. <laughs> where, where Sammy's just not got calling us all I'm twice. So, so sorry. <laughs> I'm just. I'm, I can feel myself. Like I'm looking at myself as well, and my eyes are like I don't even know what this one's doing. Like it's half closed. Um, I'm just, I'm really suffering. <laughs> to be fair, though, it, it's still, like I say, been a good over an hour chat. So it's not like <laughs> that's true. I, at yeah. least I didn't like come on and say hi, everyone. Bye, everyone. <laughs> this is the podcast where we care about our members and look after them when they're ill. <laughs> yeah, you, you would have knocked up the layout as well, so I'd have killed you for that. So that's yeah. So, um, like I say, we'll leave it there for tonight, guys. Like I say, we'll we'll read. It it might be over the next few days. I might, like I say, say when we're all ready. Yeah, but but no rush. But even if it's just for a quick end to finish that, but please join the Nerdy Up North uh, community. Just don't be a dickhead, and you you won't be removed. Uh, Pretty simple. Um, We are, like I say, on Instagram, um, Twitter. GX Twitch stream now. Mm-hmm. We'll be doing a few games coming soon. Follow uh, us on Twitch. I'll follow you back. I promise. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he means also, it. Also, Charlotte's Boot Club. Uh, what, what's the theme for this month? Is it still fantasy? Uh, the theme or? for April is fantasy. Yes, I will be. Um, me and Kelly, I believe, are going to have a <coughs> conversation about doing a book exchange, whether it's a mm. in-person book exchange or mm. whether we do it via post we're not entirely sure yet but there seemed to be quite a lot of interest in that so we're going to hash awesome. out the details cool also as well um congratulations on uh, goodwill for being our king um, we, we were planning on doing a q and a today but again i'm so like sorry so we'll, we'll do that another night so don't <laughs> worry got time to collect questions now it's perfect <laughs> so, yes so if you've got any questions like send them to donna i'm sure donna would like to torture <laughs> <things. laughs> uh, now that donna's been getting the rage of poor sam donna, donna i've not been nasty to you honestly donna it's okay if we got the goodies at you. That's fine. Um, That's all, folks. <laughs> <laughs> we have, like I say, same bat time, same bat channel. See you everyone. Bye. 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 <laughs>